Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. Your host, James Dean Little John. I just love saying that name. Uh, it's ironic, isn't it? As I was younger, I used to get fucking horrendously bullied for being called James Dean Little John. Um, you get to a generation and uh, I don't know, I think it's fucking cool. I absolutely love it. I, I literally, to the point where I sign off everything James Dean Little John, I'm super fucking proud of it. Um, if you don't know what the what I'm talking about, then uh, you're, you're fucking clearly the young generation after me that probably doesn't even know anything about it. Um, hi, everybody. I'm here on a Saturday night to finger fuck your ear with the dulcet tones of mental health. So basically, I'm here relaxing, chilling, got some music on in the background. I'm just going to get the uh, level right on that one just because i can hear it and that's the beauty of this new setup i get to hear what it sounds like for you so i can get it right um yes yeah, so i'm here on a saturday night why um major sleepovers going on in the house um that's the joys of having three daughters they've all got different fucking friends and and they have fucking well they consume my house uh with with um with kids so uh and because they're, they're all different ages you know 16 15 and uh you know 12 they come with their own fucking problems. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I've decided to stay into the man cave tonight. I've decided to sit here, talk to you about mental health, and listen to some music. I've got a cheeky gin on the go. And, um, yeah, just do what I like doing. Just enjoy myself. Relax. I've been in a, a really sort of kind of jovial space today. Um, just listening to music. Just, that's still quite too loud, isn't it? Sorry. Um, that's better. That's better. Um, yeah, so um, I've been in a good jovial place, I think. Just listening to music, actually. I w I've been stressed. I've been stressed. I say stressed. I've been a, a bit a bit on edge. Um, but, you know, we're doing some DIY. I'm doing some artwork and stuff like that. So, you know, keeping the mind busy. Keeping the body busy. Busy? 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 Keeping the body busy. And, uh, yeah, just enjoying it, really. And, um, yeah, I just kind of sort of thought I'd jump on I've had a bit of a I was having a conversation today actually with and it was a conversation with um with with my family and um I was sort of saying we were talking about being let down and I said oh you know let down we were talking about I think the um one of my daughters one of her friends bailed out at the last minute and um she was saying oh I've been let down and I was like fucking let down and uh I was chatting away and it it was wasn't until we were sort of talking about it and and it came up with the level of um how strong being let down meant like oh because it is quite a strong terminology isn't it being let down and um they said oh you know have you ever been let down and i was like fucking loads i've been let down fucking by so many people it's un fucking believable now i took them oh that's a really good song in the background i'll crank that one up for this one um I was like, oh, I've been let down by fucking loads of people. And and it sort of kind of, it, it developed into this big conversation, actually. And this is why I'm, I'm really sort of impressed to share it, if you like, because I was like, well, that's such a good thing to share. And, and, and it's your outlook. And I've, I've spoke about this before, the outlook, if you like, on, on how you perceive um, how you perceive life, how you perceive people, how you perceive your work and environment. A lot of it is based on your perception of life is really a, a key driver um a key driver in your mental state because if you're constantly negative you're constantly like not willing to build relationships friendships or 
you know, make the effort, etc., etc. If you're not willing to do that, then yeah, you're going to have a negative approach constantly to your to your mental health. And it's interesting because I was actually talking today, and I was like, oh, I've been let down loads, been let down fucking loads of people. I always get let down. People to fucking doing this, 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 this. That's why I hate people. And that's my perception, and that perception is quite a negative perception. And it was only when we were talking in depth. And I was talking in depth with uh, with my kids and my missus, and we were sat down just having a sort of uh, we were just having dinner. And I was like, "Yeah, I've been let down loads. Been let down by fucking you and everything else." And and it was kind of like a really negative way of looking at it. And in actual fact, um, came straight back at me, obviously, because you know you're going to be uh, hold on a minute. You know, you can't fucking blame me for your for your mental health. Um, I can't let you down with something I didn't know that I was letting you down and it sort of drew me in actually and I think I, I, I probably am a little bit um what's the word I'm kind of looking for I'm kind of because I've researched mental health because I've researched well-being and I constantly try to promote it I constantly try to manage it it's a fucking whirlwind anyway because I'm managing it for, and this is all for myself not to talk about it I learn about it to understand myself and and what my key drivers are and where I can uh, sort of develop and where my my weak points are so I can try and strengthen them a little bit. So I'm constantly looking all the time. That becomes with reflection and everything. So, you know, it's... When I was, when I was looking at the way that I was looking at it, I was going, well, I'm blaming everybody else. And in actual fact, I, it took me a long time to understand what was even going on with myself. So I didn't recognise there was something majorly wrong for about three to four years that I endured just fucking just a, being in a horrible horrible place like it was just a fucking whirlwind the first four years of just after the crashes and just the, the the demise of my mental health was crazy when I cast my mind back now I was doing fucking crazy crazy things I even commended my in my in my own memory if you like my own reflection commended my friend uh, Kieran because you know he's been here for the, all of those crazy things and he's done those crazy things and I think fucking hell mate you you literally are batshit crazy mate because I'm batshit crazy and you're you're doing this and you're not batshit crazy so what the fuck so I was like it was chuckling it was it was a way of sort of kind of I suppose putting a little bit of a a jovial spin on on some times where you know, I was making some really, really obscure decisions and sort of really going down a bit of a crazy path at, you know, th 35, trying to learn fucking backflips on, on, on fucking wakeboards. You know, it's a young man's game. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was quite commendable. But then I looked at, I looked then at, I was blaming everybody else. So I was like, you've all fucking let me down. You know, my mum has let me down. My dad's let me down. My brother, fucking sister, whatever. You know, I wasn't categorising why people have let me down. But I'm saying I'm the broad spectrum. I blamed everybody. And then it was only when it got thrown back at me. I said, well, hold on a minute. You know, none of us, you know, you, this was like 14 years ago, mate. And I was like, yeah, it's still really raw in your head now because you're constantly battling this. And you're, it's at the forefront of your mind because you know how, how much it it drives you to almost insanity and that's what the conversation went and I was like it does it, it, my mental health drives me to absolute insanity I wish I could switch off I wish I could slow down I wish I could enjoy the process of things I, ju I just I'm constantly constantly running um what from I don't know but that's where my mind goes to be inside my mind is like there's and I'm not saying this This was going to sound fucking nuts, but it's not meant nuts. But there's like five, six, ten 
conversations going on in my head all the fucking time about what's going on. Even when I'm talking to this and this podcast, I'm fully aware of what is going on absolutely around me. And I'm still, I have a photo in front of me of the three Chinooks that I painted. And I've spoke about this before in a podcast. But it reminds me, and I and I and I do lose track. I'm constantly pulling memories, pulling happening. My brain just does not fucking slow down, and it, sometimes it gets fucking exhausting. But it's taken me a long time. It took me three, four years to get to the point where I thought, well, actually, mate, there's something fucking wrong here, because I used to look behind me and there'd just be fucking fire and like it'd be like an apocalypse behind me because I've just the chaos I've caused with you know, fucking arguing, drinking, fucking, you know, whatever, you, partying, you know, you name it, I was doing fucking stupid shit as what was supposed to be, a, you know, a, a fully grown fucking adult dad, you know, and um, I, I'd let everybody down, but at the same time, I blamed everybody all the way through, and even to this day, this conversation was fresh today, so we're talking years and years after, and, you know, good a good year and a bit into managing my mental health and, and you know, grasping it as best I can and understanding my, my weak points, my strong points. And, you know, yeah, just it's a constant learning curve. It's, it's, it's I suppose as I get older, I try to remove away as much stress as possible nowadays. I can't be asked with fucking stress or anything. That's why I've got this fucking lovely little space out the back where I can sit and talk. But it was interesting how I blamed everybody. And when it came back to me and I looked in at a different perspective and I went, well, actually, what have you been saying, James, the last couple of podcasts? You've been saying about accountability and how, you know, it's something that we constantly strive for because there's so many fucking failings in this world. You know, if you look at right down to the government, you know, they're, they're massively fucking failing, but nobody's standing up and being held to account. But whenever there's a failing, there should be somebody that should be held to account. You should be accountable for that mistake. There's no difference with your own life. It's very easy to blame everybody else, but mental health, I mean, we're talking 14 years ago, whenever it was. So we're, so I say whenever it was, like, I'm, like I don't fucking know, 2012. <laughs> so I just don't know the, the, how many years it's been. And um, But when you, when you look at, um, you know, how... Things have ex have gone from 2012 to 2023, so that you know that's a long fucking time. So we're talking eleven, well, eleven years. So we're talking eleven years. We've we've massively progressed in how we look at mental health, and we're learning all the time about mental health. In the last eleven years, I've learned an absolute whirlwind of mental health. I've looked at loads of course I've done loads of um continuous professional development in it because it's, it sort of rounds my spectrum as a health and safety advisor to be involved in diversity and inclusion I love it I love I love supporting people I love looking after people I love nurturing people and I think that's kind of where, where I've tried to develop so when I had this conversation even though I know this and even though I've done this and even though I'm learning this I still blamed other people. I was like, I still went, oh, fucking, well, you let me down. You weren't fucking there for, you know, 10 years. You fucking literally just left me crack on. And, you know, came back to me. Well, actually, no, you were fucking whirlwind, mate. You did what the fuck you wanted to do. I didn't want to be a part of that fucking wake. I didn't want to be part of that path. 
so I let you fucking crack on, mate. And that's what you know the where the demise became because I was doing what the fuck I liked and then neglecting my fucking my my household duties as a as a father. So I blamed I blamed her. I said, "Well, you weren't there. That's why I fucking did that." No, hold on a minute. But that's what that's where my mindset was, and same as my parents. I was like, "Oh, my fucking parents. They fucking neglected me. They fu- not 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 neglected me, but they didn't understand me. They fucking and and I was like, well." They didn't understand depression. They still they still don't understand depression and mental health as much as, you know, it's not even my generation, but the generation below that is getting better and better, and we are understanding it now a lot more than we ever. But when you've got these, and I talk about them in the... Spe- I think I don't know what category fucking I'm sat in. I'm br- I really don't. But I know there's, like, boomers, is there, like millennials, Gen Zs, fucking whatever. And obviously, I know that... I think boomers is like my parents. I think so, and I think I'm a millennial. I don't... No, no, I'm not. I'm a boomer. I don't fucking know. Anyway, the fucking top old ones, you know, they're in the 60s and 70s. They, they were brought through a lot different different times, you know, the real fucking hard times. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, they don't understand mental health. But then there's the other figure, the other side of things that we do a lot more in. We're expected a lot more of in our generation. And same as the generations have gone, they're expected to, to know a lot more. We're constantly filling our brains with 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 knowledge information processes fucking everything else and we are absolutely mind-bogglingly fucking taking on all of this abundance of stress and this is where you're like fucking hell you know it's like for me for instance i've been doing three equivalent level jobs for the best boy two sorry now because um we've got a new colleague um but for most of it it was kind of like i didn't do the program but you were doing you were learning about the disciplines in, in three different sectors I took that pressure on, but it's it's pressure that is that you're just expected to deliver. And when you're going home and you're doing all these, you you, you you're encompassing all of that with the likes of going home, trying to be a dad, trying to understand the dare I say it, the fucking the female species. I absolutely fucking love them, but they are so fucking difficult. I've got. I've got fucking three girls, four in the house, and I never understand any of them. I really fucking don't. It's absolutely balmy. I really think that I'm. It's it. It baffles me. It's really given me a fucking absolute eye opener to some of the fucking batshit crazy emotions that women go through, or females go through. Whatever. I'm not gonna fucking go. I'm again. I'm at that. I'm 1981 for fuck's sake. Um. So it's kind of like you know. It, it's kind of. The pressures of having to deal with social media, you know, a different form of bullying, um, all the other things that sort of blast through the door. You know, you've got to find extra food money because the kids want people round and you want to make sure that they got nice things because, you know, oh, it's an extra and pizzas are fucking £3.50 each now. And you're like, oh, fucking hell. So all of this mounting pressure comes on as a man. And it, it's if you don't look after yourself. That's what happens. The the demise comes into, but it, it revolves on you, and this is where it, it, the loop comes all the way back round again. And I and I say it again, you you have to be accountable for yourself. You have to be accountable for the demise of your own mental health because you have to play a big part in it. You have to want to, and this is where I said you have to want to change. You have to want to develop. You want to have to grow. Once you do all of that. The people that were around you will understand. And then, like me, I've learned about mental health because 
I want to fucking understand it because I, I, I don't think I ever will, but I want to understand my body, my mind. Um, you know, there's times where I'm, I, I sit there questioning fucking like, you know, when you learn a lot, quite a lot a bit about um, sort of autism and all that sort of stuff, and you think, fucking hell, you know, you, you show all these traits all around yourself and we all fit into this crazy category. We don't even fit in. We're all crazy individuals. But if you try and label yourself as anything, it, it's, it becomes quite difficult, doesn't it? It becomes quite... You look for those symptoms, whereas I want to try and do it as an adult. I, there's not much I can do to change anything. I'm fucking 42 this year, so I've been through the fucking hardest part. If if there was any diagnosis outside of, um, you know, my my normal but fucking crazy behaviour. So you know, I kind of like it's it's one of those ones where I I I look and and I go, okay, well, I need to take some accountability here. And I need to understand that this is part of my fault. I made those decisions. Um, I, I, it, there is a part for us, us all to play in mental health, and that's the beauty of it. And almost that's that's I keep talking about that evil beauty that you can you can do it, but you can never fully do it on your own. And I see a lot of TikToks out there at the moment where people fucking screaming at the at the, at the fucking screen, um, you know, going, "You can fucking do it," you know, you. I didn't do it myself. I got my fucking self out of the fucking pit. You need to, you know, and you're like, guys, you don't need to be so fucking aggressive, mate. You know, it doesn't always aggression don't work. You know, it, you know, it, it can. You've already got the testosterone. Just give yourself the skill set to 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 build on, to give yourself that that gusto and and that, and that the, the 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 aggression in a nice way. The testosterone that you've been depleting will absolutely, um, you know, start start increasing again. It will start coming. It will start and come back to, to to the point. To the, or or fruition, as my friend says now. Uh, if you want to make the happiness come to fruition, and my mate says, uh, my mate said it's, he's going to call it fruition from now on. He tried to say it at like quarter past seven in the morning. One morning, he was messaging me, and I was like, "It's a fucking dirty word to say at quarter past seven, mate." <laughs> but you need to take some accountability for your own mental health. You can't blame other people. It's really easy to blame a scenario i did that for years i blamed the car crashes i blamed the nurse i was like that's she's a fucking nurse she should know better she's just a human being at the end of the fucking day made a stupid decision on the fucking day that nearly killed me okay well i can't blame her i can't hold a grudge against her because it doesn't change anything does it she's she's taken her punishment let's fucking move on and that's helped by talking about it as well by the way the reason i can talk so openly about my negativity is because I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging who, where I feel negative I've got a lot of negativity in my life um, and when I walk around very consciously at the moment saying I fucking hate people and uh, and that's a, a really weird thing to think for me to say because I've always been super super fucking social I've always been you know out having a good time really enjoying myself um, socialising, meeting as many people as possible, always, always high on social media. And, you know, so for me, it's kind of like a very, very weird turn to take. And that's the demise of mental health. The mental health aspect has made me hate people. It's made me mistrust people. It's made me feel like there's always a hidden agenda because I've met a few characters that have had hidden agendas and, 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 mis and, and I've mistrusted them massively i've really really been fucking hurt and you do that i think when you've got depression you let people in very easily because you're sad and you just want to feel secure you want to feel like somebody's showing you some sort of affection or 
uh, friendship, just to try and get some of that dopamine back. So you can you can often, when you're in that state of mind, let the wrong people in, and I've done that countless times, trust me. You can let the wrong people in, and when you let the wrong people in, they'll abuse you. They're, and I don't mean, you know, but I mean they'll mentally abuse you because they know you're going to be weak and I've been weak countless times I've been weak and a lot of the people that I let in and and, and massively mistrusted um they they sucked away their what what energy I had to make themselves strong enough to fucking dump me in the gutter so I have got this this, this absolute passion for dislike <laughs> if you like for, for disliking the human race at the moment and it is a very very negative place to be and obviously coupled with what my family's going through at the moment as well it makes me it sort of reinforces that but at the same time I, I'm battling I'm battling that because I don't like that that's not what I like to be I like to be a relatively social person um, and I don't like blaming people um, because you know as I the things I've learned really whilst I've been battling this and whilst I'm going through and I'm, I'm, I'm consciously, you know, bashing the fucking, that's a nice sound, um, I'm, I'm constantly bashing the fucking drum to, you know, let us all go out there and take charge and control of our own mental health. I have to consciously, I consciously do that as well because otherwise I'd be an absolute hypocrite. And here I am now, still today, 2023, blaming other people. Well, you fucking did. You're like, I'm, you know, a bit like I am now because you fucking let me down 14 years ago when you didn't understand anything and that's kind of the mindset and it's almost like well hold on a minute mate you're actively holding a grudge here mate that's negativity you need to let that shit go and look at it on the perspective that it is look at the face value of people and how they've treated you over the time make sure that there is genuine people out there because genuine people are very fucking rare and I do mean that if you can find someone that's genuine, that genuinely loves you and wants you to succeed and be happy, then for you, as in you being you, if you can find that person, then hold on to them. Because they're the type of people that will strengthen you and you will be an, un, un, an indestructible force. Because there comes a lot of, uh, you know, and I, that it comes a lot of genuineness that comes with that. So it's really, really, really important that we do that. We look after those sort of people. But like I said, it draws me into that that that's kind of thing, um, you know, that you can blame other people, but you have to take that accountability yourself. It's very easy to go, it's fucking their fault or it's my partner's fault because she wasn't here. In actual fact, you might have been being an arsehole, so they've moved aside because they don't want to be in your, your fucking wake of, of terror. So they move to the side and sometimes... That, that causes relationships to fail because maybe you haven't looked after yourself as a person. You have a duty to care for yourself. Maybe that's led them to go astray. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe that other person has shown you no affection and you've turned into depression and gone elsewhere. Whatever it may be. Or you may have made mistakes. Maybe you, you're making conscious decisions that, uh, that are wrong because you're not managing your mental health. It's really important and very easy to sit there and blame everybody else when there's a, a fucking absolute desert behind you of barren landscape because you've wiped everything out because of your poor attitude or poor engagement, whatever it may be. You have to take accountability for that. It is imperative that you take accountability for your own actions. When you learn through your journey that you are to blame just as much as anyone else. It's not blame because we're not a blame culture. 
but you you are accountable that's not work because i don't like blame actually and it's the same as that word fucking better yourself develop i'm not going to use blame anymore um i don't know i'll think of another word um a, a better word so um but you know if you're trying to um accountability actually what are you talking about james you fucking idiot <laughs> that's it if you, you need to take accountability you need to take accountability for yourself you didn't do the right things you didn't eat the right things drink the right things get stuck into um you know some sort of form of exercise health well-being you know whatever it may be talking meditation mindfulness reflection music fucking here we go i've you've not done that the, the the whirlwind of things that you can do you played a part by not doing at least a couple of those little really important things for your own well-being and mental health you may even be and most men will do this and we can all agree that we we our, our break from life is work so that's why we do get stuck into work because that's our break from life because normally we're in control of that little area in life or somebody in the workplace is controlling us to the point where we don't have to think and then when we go home and it's fucking rah, screaming this bills fucking rent fucking energy crisis fucking you know um oh my my fucking I'm, I'm putting on weight fucking my my mental health i'm eating fucking i'm drinking all the time there's no sex fucking do you know what i mean the world is there and you're walking through the door but when you go to work you know unless your work is you know in, in, in a similar sort of field which you know i've got a very good friend of mine that that is in a similar field so probably doesn't get much of a break from it um but then i don't think it's as, is as harsh at home as that so he's got a good balance but i think it's really important that when you go into work that's why most men get stuck into work that's why most men stay late at work because it's peaceful and it's quiet and even the people that are in work have gone home i used to do that all the time i used to sit and work for an extra an hour and a half to two hours afterwards just to chill just to fucking like switch all the lights off just have the one above me in the computer screen and work in peace and i'd get more done in that two hours than i would have seven hours of fucking just chaos and that's why I think, you know, that sort of leads me into why I enjoy remote working so much. It has a love-hate relationship for me, granted. But I do get a lot more time done because I'm not being distracted. But then at the same time, I miss the distractions to a degree. So we, 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 we need to take accountability for our own mental health. We need to play a part in this. Yes, there is a part as all of us as well. And I think that if you're in 2023 now and you're not familiar with um you know mental health then you know either you're restricted by age from listening to this and you shouldn't be listening to this anyway um because you don't worry <laughs> just you know you're way too young um so or, or you're going to be in an area where you know you, you you're listening to it and you're you're sort of bettering your mental health or not you're developing your mental health so it's kind of i think it's all it all just sort of kind of blends in do you know what i mean and it's kind of I think it's really important that once you've taken that accountability and you stop blaming other people and and although like I said we've all got a part to play we should all understand it um you know one of the biggest my biggest drivers is having people around you that understand you as well so I talk all the time about the right friends around you the people that know that you're not the right in the right mindset or you're this is there something wrong if your partner your loved one your friend your whoever it may be your your family whoever if they don't notice 
that there's something different when there should be they should be noticing it then you know they're not they're not familiarizing themselves with mental health because I cast my mind back and I never ever like I said I, I don't I don't believe in a, in a blame culture um, but I, I remember about f when I was, ab I was about two years in and I was a pretty fucking horrendous person to be around and I remember going over at Christmas um, to see my uh, to see my mum and dad and I wasn't in the best of places I didn't want to be there I was highly depressed I just wanted to be in bed I fucking forced myself over there and um, I wasn't having a good time inside my head I wanted to get the fuck out of there I was like I'd added enough and I, I was a bit of a miserable twat. Um, however, it was only about two or three, it was about a month afterwards uh, or so, and I was like, I, I was just having a, a brief conversation with my mum, and my, I said to my mum, I was like, you know, yeah, I've, I've been having a bit of a shit time. She goes, yeah, well, I think you do, because I, I, I think I said I was going to get some help. It was about three, no, it was about three years in. And I was like, I think I need to get some help. And I was like, yeah, you do, because you were a miserable fucking prick all, all Christmas sort of thing. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, okay. And it was kind of, I look back then and think, oh, okay, that's fucking a bit harsh. Fucking hell, I feel like I'm inside, my head's fucking screaming. And, you know, this is, but that's not understand. that's just not understanding mental health. And mental health comes in so many different forms now. And if you've got the right people around you that, that know you and have educated themselves, and I don't hold much grudge against my mum at all, by the way. Love my mum dearly, absolutely. Um... It's just an educational, and I, I I only know about it now because I fucking live it, breathe it. Like I said, if I'm not talking about if I'm not talking about health and safety or um, you know mental health and well being, it's it's probably sex and gin. <laughs> they're, they're my categories. They're the fucking happy places for me. So um, you know it, it's kind of that's anything else like that I'm not interested. But the more I look, I, I learn about mental health, the more I understand other people, the more I have empathy, the more I just want people just to be happy. And, I, and even to today, I was doing some artwork and I was like, I just want to give some of this away. I know it's costing me money, but I want, I want to make people happy with it. And I know it's not a great business model. So I'm, I'm trying to fucking fight that at the moment. Um, but anyway, um, before I leave you, actually, um, and thank you for listening. I just wanted to sh sort of share that sort of accountability, really, just kind of you know, even now, 2023, 14 years or so on, you know, and on all this thing, I'm still blaming other people. And, and it wasn't until afterwards, like I said, it gave me real food for thought today to go, well, yeah, it's, it's not everybody's fault. Is You know, if I'd have spoke up and said, I've, I'm, I'm not right and been to a psychiatrist earlier and got help and been diagnosed, then I could have come back and said, yeah, I've been diagnosed with this, which is what I did after four years. I've been diagnosed with depression, uh, manic depression and um, permanent PTSD. And it was like, okay, I know we put labels on everything nowadays, um, but it wasn't, I didn't give a fuck about talking about the label to other people in the sense, I don't care, like I don't, you know, I, 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 I like the label to advise people, but at the same time for me, it was more about understanding me. I was like, it was nice to get the confirmation that something was wrong with me professionally and then it went on to be like i said be diagnosed like the same through three different people and it was just because like i said the different channels i'd gone down but it was nice to get confirmation because i was like i can i can understand this now i can learn what ptsd is i can I, i'd already knew a, a little bit about it being an a, a, you know being a, being a military ex-military uh, ex veteran uh, you understand a lot about ptsd especially in the later years as as, as my career because it was it was big it was you know the back of iraq and um then you had afghanistan um 
so you know there was a lot of um, PTSD that was coming out from the, from the, especially from the, um, the the losses that people well military people were suffering out there. So um, I learned about it. I learned about PTSD. I learned about depression. I learned about anxiety, which was developing. So I was I was developing other things on the back of this depression manic and it was just a fucking cre- it was just a crazy time but you you need to take like i said accountability for that you need to stop blaming other people because unless you're willing to accept that there's something wrong and, and even the be all and end all of it is if you're sat there and you're drinking more than you normally drink and you're being more of an arsehole than you normally are and you're making silly decisions outside of things that you wouldn't normally be doing such as thriftlessly spending money or doing anything like that or you know going out and doing other things on your you know on your own shutting yourself away not talking drinking heavily whatever drugs whatever it may be if you're doing that now and you're doing it excessively over what you would normally or even started doing it and you've never done it before and coupled with a bit of sadness there's 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 probably a chance that you should know this is out of character I need to go and get help. I need to go and understand it. And that's where even holding on to things is the past. And I spoke to you at the start of the podcast that, you know, I try to let go of things. I don't blame that nurse from the first accident. I don't blame the person from the second accident. And I don't blame the person from the third accident. It was not their fault. They were situations. They caused fucking trauma for me massively. But I don't blame any of them. It was just, they get on with your life and it was is what it is. But at the same time, I, you know, I need to manage that. I need to, I need to take accountability for what I've let happen over the years. I've got to take accountability, but I never noticed it. And even when I did notice it, I just fucking just plodded through. I carried on. I tried, I took, I didn't take any professional advice on what to do. I just tried to get to the sort of business end of what was wrong with me. So you have to take some accountability. That's the, the, the crux the be all and end all of this conversation. And I also found out as well, you know, I, I don't know if you talk about, just before I leave you, um, dopamine, um, the thing that's produced and that makes you happy and all this sort of stuff, serotonin. I'm just going to take a quick sip. Dopamine, serotonin, all the good stuff. I didn't realise that, I think it's something like 95% of dopamine, the happy drug, is produced in the gut. Not the brain, not the brain, but in the gut. So this is, and you can research this because I think it's absolutely fantastic. I, you may know about it. I didn't know about it. Um, I, I obviously know you've got to eat healthy and a healthy gut, healthy mind. Exactly. All, the, all those things. Never really put it together. But I didn't realize that dopamine, the happy drug that we all strive for, is in our, in our gut. So be mindful. Let me leave you with that. Actually, just be mindful when you're when you're feeling a little bit low by reaching in and grabbing fucking fatty, unhealthy food. It might give you the sugar rush that you 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 anticipate, and you're like, "Oh, I've got sugars and all this fucking fats and juices and and whatever it may be. A big burger, a big kebab, could be anything. Just th- just think though, when you're ramming that in and you're getting the burst, and you're like. Your mouth's fucking absolutely salivating. It feels like the, you know, the fucking tsunami of all tsunamis in your mouth washing around, cascading fucking flavours, pissing all over the back of your tongue. Just in, just remember that that's a quick artificial high. 
Whereas when you eat healthy, you get a dopamine high. So that's going to be a longer, it's going to be a chemical that's going to be produced. It's going to be a chemical that reaches the brain in a slower time. It's going to make you feel better for longer. So just remember that when you're sat there worried, thinking, oh God, I've put on a bit of fucking weight or all this. You keep stuff in your face like I have been doing, ramming food down my fucking throat for the last couple of months and really banged on the beef, um, it, that I, then what to expect? I didn't realise the dopamine was there, though. That's given me, like, an extra incentive to want to actually eat a bit healthier because I've gone, like, that's a really good incentive because if it's going to produce more of the drug that I'm lacking, the the, the dopamine that I'm having to produce, serotonin I'm going to have to produce from fucking artificial tablet form, let's try and let's try and do it properly. So um, yeah, little little uh, little golden nugget for you there. Next time you're looking and reaching in for your kebab, uh, I'm not saying don't fucking eat the kebab, but <laughs> just so you know in the back of your head that um, you know the the lettuce afterwards that you do eat and the cucumber and the chili, um, that's going to be the dopamine for you. So um, you know. Yeah, fucking love it. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. I appreciate your time. I'd love to know if there's anything you want me to talk about. Um, I'd love to know because uh, I see that I'm getting more and more listens. More and more people are interested. I love that. That's absolutely amazing. And uh, thank you for listening to Little Old Me. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you want me to talk about, uh, let me know. Send me a message on Podbean. Um, and uh, yeah, on Podbean or on Facebook under The Gentleman's Talk um, or on. Um, TikTok under The Gentleman's Talk or on Instagram now on uh, The Gentleman's Talk. Just send me a message. And uh, if there's something you want me to talk about, something you want me to uh, elaborate on or have any experience in, let me know. And um, I will try and help you out as much as I can uh, with my through, through my own life experiences. So, yeah, take care, everybody. I'll speak to you soon. And I hope you have a lovely rest of the day, evening or weekend, week or whatever it may be when you uh, listen to this. Thank you. <laughs>